Welcome to the Side Hustle and Business Show with Eric Lindsay. Here at Moonlight, you will learn how to successfully operate side hustles and also businesses while having W-2 income or very minimal amounts of time. You will also receive advice from experts and gain actionable and up-to-date strategies to help you generate income immediately and even help you attain long-term wealth. Here at the Side Hustle and Business Show, we choose to focus on financial security and not job security. Today, we are here with Jason Charles Session. Jason is a full-time mobile home investor. He specializes in wholesaling, fix and flips, fix and holds, and creative financing, and strongly believes getting started and taking action in mobile home investing today can change one's family financial dynamics, while also being a bridge to the affordable housing crisis we are facing in America. Jason is also a retired United States Air Force veteran. He still holds on to two core values that the Air Force taught him, which are integrity first and service before self. Without further ado, welcome to the show, Jason. Hey, what's going on, man? How you doing? Pretty good. Just kind of talking off air and I had a great, great little talk and I'm looking forward to kind of chatting with you. Oh, yeah. Looking forward to it, too. Well, hey, Jason, can you share a little bit more about who you are and how you got started in real estate? Yeah, so uh, my name is Jason Session. I'm from a small town in East Texas. I left there when I was about 20 years old and joined the Air Force. Right now, I currently reside in San Antonio, Texas. Been here on and off about 14 years. And, you know, my network was here. That's why I came back here. Retired from the Air Force and then started working a government job right back in that same position I was doing while I was in. Uh, then from there, man, that's kind of where I found it. Mobile homes at, man. I was in my cubicle and an ad popped up about mobile home investing. And I looked into it. You know, I put my little email address in and then I was getting all these emails and stuff. And I reached, well, actually I did my due diligence. I watched all their little YouTube videos. Then I looked at other folks' videos and did some more digging and I found out that Warren Buffett was the one of the biggest players, is the biggest player, I would say, because he owned the, the main two lending companies for mobile homes and Vanderbilt and 21st Mortgage. Also was learned that Jerry Jones started in uh, mobile home investing. And from there, I was sold. I invested in myself, took a leap of faith, didn't really understand investing in myself. But I was like, all right, it's it's not as much. What I mean, let, let's see what it do. Right. And then, you know, it took off from there, man. It kind of moved a little slowly. It took me about 60 days to get my first deal. And in between, time, I bought my first real estate property because it was moving so so, And I bought it from a wholesaler, which is kind of going to make, I'm going to kind of tie that together in a minute because I didn't know what wholesaling was. And I went in on wholesaling because when I closed, I seen, I think I found out what that dude made from wholesaling me that property at the time. And then I went back through the course again because I, I couldn't find the deal. Right. And then I finally closed my first deal, man, like the 29th of December, 2019. This guy, this guy, father died. He didn't know what to do with the mobile home. He just wanted enough money to bury his father. And for me, I, I really wanted to, you know, provide that service, man, for him uh, more than anything. I didn't care if I made 50 bucks off of it. But either way, they signed the contract and I was able to sell it to a guy three days later. I think I got him on the contract for 3000 We sold it for 6000 bucks. That was my first deal. And then the next month, I ended up closing five. And, I, and that's when I put my two-week notice in because I was, pretty, I was literally making more money on my lunch break than I was my job. And I was sold. And uh, wow. I, could, I could always go back to work if I wanted to. So that's phenomenal. And, you know, my podcast is all about helping people that has W-2 income or thinking about getting into real estate. Some people may want to invest in real estate passively and they're busy professionals or either busy people. 
And to just hear that you were closing transactions while at work on your lunch break, while having a W-2 job, you said you had five with pretty close together there. That That's pretty phenomenal. Could you just kind of share your experience on, on how you were navigating having a W-2 job and running your business and closing deals at the same time? At first, man, it was, you know, I was getting calls all the time, man, once I figured out how to get the leads. And then I started setting my appointments up on my lunch break. And then, you know, it'd be one appointment, maybe two, and I could squeeze in two during that hour. And then it, it came to a point where I was looking at three, four, and my, my lunch break started extending two and three hours. And I started closing these deals. And I'm like, man, you know, I'm coming back showing some of my coworkers what I just did. And they they just couldn't believe it. And I think after about this second or third one, I kind of started thinking about putting my notice in because they weren't small deals. You know, it was $3,000 lick here, four, five, seven, you know, and yeah, man, that, that's kind of how it was. My lunch break. I remember one time been on lunch break for three hours. Whoa. <laughs> and and uh, at that point I was like, I can't keep doing this, of course. So let me go ahead, you know, pray about it. <laughs> And I just made that leap, man, that, that leap of faith, man, and, and bet it on myself. A lot of people don't make 3000 in a month and you were doing multiple $3,000 transactions. That goes to show that in mobile home investing, you can make some pretty good money there. So just kind of fast forwarding it till today. What I mean, what, what does your business look like today? I know you were doing it when you actually had a job but you felt confident with your business to be able to let it go. So how has things progressed since you let your job go with mobile home investing? Well, today, man, I have about four or five, I call them junior investors. That's what I always, I always tease them and call them junior investors, but they're on my team, man, as partners. They don't work for me, but they've been all on my team for a little over a year now, man. And I was able to show them the game and, and, and teach them how to do this to free up time, to scale my business, right? I also bought a VA on my team about a year or so ago who runs all my contracts. She, she does, she's, she's phenomenal. She, she creates my flyers, all, all kinds of stuff she does and run my Facebook groups. That's what I look like today, man. And they only wholesale. That's so I have a pretty robust wholesale operation. I've created man, numerous uh, connections with other investors that's in the mobile home space, the, the land development space, got partners in Houston, Dallas, where else? Austin, East Texas, just all over the state of Texas. We just created some relationship with some guys out in El Paso. And I know people probably in every state that's doing this. You know, I would say probably 40, probably 40 of the uh, 52 states. Yeah, it's, I know a lot of people that's doing this in other states that I trust. So that's that's what we look like right now, man. Yeah, we're rolling and we're not we're, we're not going to stop. Sounds like you guys are having a lot of success there. Hey, just to kind of backtrack, how are you guys finding all these deals? I mean, you know, is it anything you could share with the Moonlight listeners that could help them if they wanted to try to emulate what you're doing a little bit later in the show? You're going to kind of share with them your program and they could come alongside of you and have you actually mentor them. But for the people that may not have any capital, could you share some insight what they could do to bring in some cash today? Today, the first thing I would say is first learn the business. Now, you know, just get some information on the business to bring in some leads. I would say, you know, everybody, I mean, if you got a job, we're spending a hundred bucks on at Chick-fil-A these days, right? Go buy you some bandit signs, put everybody I'm sure seeing that we buy houses for cash. We buy mobile homes for cash. That's all I did. Nobody was doing that when I first started here in San Antonio. And now they're on, they're by every trailer park. 
a mobile home park. Yep. And uh, that's how we got started. Driving for dollars. It's just driving through the mobile home parks, looking for for sale by owner signs and networking with park managers. That's I would say that's the hardest part because you just never know what kind of day that park manager is having. Mm-hmm. But being consistent in all three of those phases is going to gain you some returns as far as leads. So I do the exact same thing here in Kansas City and it's still producing a great return. The good thing about my market is it's much smaller than San Antonio. So I hardly ever see anyone put, you know, we buy mobile home signs up. But yeah, I mean, that's a phenomenal strategy because all you have to do is go to Amazon and look for the 18 by 24 inch corrugated yellow signs, buy a Sharpie and put on there. We buy mobile homes. You could cut it in half and get two of them out of there if need be. Yeah, the opportunity is definitely there. So, hey, we're going to kind of go a little bit deeper into the show. We here at Moonlight, we're really busy professionals. And so we like to try to figure out how how successful people manage their time amongst their business, work, or if you don't have a job anymore, you know, with your family and keep everything thriving. Do you have any specific things that you do to make sure that your business and everything else in life continues to thrive? Yeah, man. Like I said, staying consistent in marketing is numero uno. I mean, you you have to stay consistent at everything you do as far as your business, because whenever you lack, it's going to show. It might not show immediately, but it'll show the next month, right? So I stay consistent with marketing. Yeah, I, I mean, that's that's basically it, man, to keep my business going, stay consistent. I try to listen and be around other like-minded people. You know, I just started back listening to Clubhouse and their real estate rooms and stuff of that nature, man. And you'd be surprised who, who people in that room that's lit may stay around the corner from. So just trying to connect with people like yourself, you know, and like I say, other like-minded individuals, man. So uh, that's what I try to do now, man. Really the way I have my my wholesaling business set up, man, I'm not wholesaling anymore. I can't tell you the last time I wholesaled the deal. I <laughs> profit share with my guys and man, and they're, they're out there rolling, you know, changing their family financial dynamics. And that's what it's all about, man. You know, giving value for value. So you're leveraging other people's time and talents as well, and also helping them out financially. So yeah, I mean, that, that's fabulous. The greatest thing that you could do is give things away to be a blessing to somebody else. So is there anything you wish you would have knew or a mistake that you wish you could have had avoided now that you're further along? Is there anything that you could kind of recommend people watch out for within mobile home investing or wholesaling mobile homes? I wish I would have started earlier. <laughs> you know, uh, that's one thing because we, you know, it's easy to get what would they call it? Analysis paralysis. And I, and I got that in the beginning before I was able to invest my money into this, you know, a course that I, I purchased. Uh, so I was there doing a lot of researching and I found myself doing that probably for about a month, man, before I made made that move. I wish I would have just jumped in it after I, I think I saw enough information to see that those guys were legit. I wish I just would have jumped in earlier. Uh, things to look out for when people come talking about they want to, you know, do joint ventures and things of that nature, you know, make sure they vet it, make sure they doing you deals that they're done, not only showing you, but, you know, giving you names and look at their, look at their IG, their Facebook, just see if they're connected. You know, you can know if people connected by seeing who, if y'all have mutual friends, who's other, you know, real estate guys or mobile home investing guys and talk to them. And if they talking like they're suspect nine times out of 10, there are. So just, just be careful out there because there's a lot of scamming going on. I thought about that question because I mean, there's some landmines that can be in the path of investing, especially when you're newer. More man, I forgot. Also know your state law. 
laws when it comes to mobile home investing. Like okay. you can't just you can't just do anything with the mobile homes. You can't buy, sell, buy and sell. Every state has a limit. Some is zero. Some is five. I don't think I've seen more than five of where you can buy and sell. Texas, it's only one. You only can buy and sell one deal one time a year in the state of Texas, unless you're licensed. Me and my squad, we're licensed. We can do that as many as times as we want. It's, you know, it's an infinite amount. Being licensed in your state does come with perks, but mm-hmm. guess what? I wholesale. That's all we did wholesale in my first year and a half. And um, it was pretty good. I don't know a state yet where you can't wholesale as many as you want, but do know the laws though. That's great information. Also, you have to stay within the the boundaries of law. We're going to switch gears and go to what we like to call our Moonlight Coaching Round. And what this is, is where we have our guests answer three questions and just give our listeners some really good advice around these three questions. So if you could hold your comments or your advice to between one to two minutes per question, if you would. If a person had a very limited amount of time, what could they do to start a successful business like yours? The thing is, nothing comes easy. Nothing great comes easy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's it's going to be a certain level of grind you're going to have to do in the beginning. And I'm sorry, that's just that's just the nature of it. Mm-hmm. Before you can scale, only people I know that, you know, who creates time is people who scale. Uh, mm-hmm. So I would say uh, just be ready to work in the beginning. And, and I would just, you know, whatever, whatever you're going to do, kind of have some kind of passion for it to where you want to be able to learn the ins and outs and make time for it. And then that's, that's how I answer that question. Okay, great. Make time for it, work hard, have passion at it. All phenomenal. Second question, if a person had very minimal amounts of time to contribute to their business, but let's say they listened to this podcast and they emulated what you did and use your strategies and they began to do a few deals, but they still had that W-2 income or either they just don't have a whole lot of time to invest in their business. What could they do to continue to scale their business even while they have W-2 income? First, you know, the scale, you, you want to identify the things you don't like to do, right? I didn't like the paperwork. That was like a whole lot of time for me. That's why my first uh, person I put on my team was a VA, a virtual assistant. You know, we got Adobe Sign or one of those uh, digital signing apps, put her through some training and I, she she does all of that, you know, right? I can contact her with the click of my the phone and tell her, hey, I need this. I need a contract here sent to this email address. And it's done within minutes. For me, I would say identify those things that you don't like to do and replace, you know, find somebody that can do those for you. Third and final question. If you were new to this industry, mobile home wholesaling, and you didn't have a track record and you was down to your last hundred bucks, what would you do to start a business like yours and generate income ASAP? And I know you you kind of gave it a little bit earlier, but kind of hit it again. Yeah, so I would say, man, go to uzmarketing.com. Okay. They always got a hundred signs for a hundred bucks. Oh, just have to try to come up with a you know 15 more bucks or something for the tax and you can get 100 signs for 100 bucks that's my go-to for banded signs they're based out of houston texas but uh i i like them because they always have that 100 signs for 100 bucks and i'm gonna lay another gem on y'all man for eight stakes every city or um metro area has like these plastic manufacturing companies a lot of times they sell the eight stakes by the case and i found out that it was cheaper to buy them from them than buying them from like uz marketing and all these other sign stores look for uh just google plastic manufacturing companies in your area near me or whatever and just see if they sell eight stakes and they also sell signs but i just use them for their eight stakes
great advice and uh the moonlight listeners definitely will be much better off with that so as we conclude what is a great business or personal development book that you would recommend for our listeners oh man i wish i had it up here i show you the book i'm reading now is this but this is not the one i would would you know tell everybody to read first i think it was called the napoleon hill i think it's called uh think it's something rich. about fear or something okay. so red book ah it's downstairs too man it's something about fear just, okay. just look for that book it's a little red book okay. but it goes into detail of like mindset worrying and how that stops us from getting to where we want to be in life and uh, start thinking outside the box and stop thinking so negative. And and man, that book is, I mean, it does wonders. I just read that probably a month ago. I mm-hmm. wish I would have got a hold of that book years ago. So guys, look up uh, Napoleon Hill. It's something about fears. All you got to do is Google Napoleon Hill books and it should, it should populate. Jason, definitely appreciate you coming out. You have really added some value to the Moonlight listeners. But how can our Moonlight listeners get in contact with you? If someone wanted to reach out to you and just learn a little bit more about you, also your coaching program, how could they get in contact with you? Um, I would say anybody that want to see what I do, they first they can follow me on IG, Jason J-Bo, J-B-O Session. S-E-S-S-I-O-N. Follow me on IG. You can see what we're doing. Also, if you're interested in learning, learning, you can go to my website, www.workwithjasonsession.com. www.workwithjasonsession.com. I got a short free video on there that you can watch. You have to go through the whole video. Then you can schedule a free consult with me, a call with me. It's not a consult, it's a call. And then during that call, man, we're just making sure, you know, we we got the right people coming into the program because anybody just can't come and join. Uh, That comes with 16 weeks of of coaching calls, man. And and man, we that's where the gyms are at. I tell everybody that's where the goal happens at is in the coaching calls. And yeah, and uh, that's that's where you can find me and and, and we'll go from there. Once again, Jason, thanks for coming on the show. We'd love to have you back anytime. All right. I appreciate it, brother. Thanks for tuning in to the Side Hustle and Business Show with Eric Lindsay. Please make sure to give us a five-star review, subscribe to this channel, and share this podcast with someone who is destined for success. Until next time, let's keep pursuing financial security, not job security.